Are you sick and tired about hearing about female empowerment? Move over ladies, it's our turn. Just kidding. Female empowerment is much needed, but what about male empowerment? What about a channel dedicated to men, a platform to empower them to live a more fulfilled life? This is what the Afro Derivative Podcast is about. Each week I interview experts or men who have experience in key topics such as improving overall health, wealth, being more connected in key relationships, breaking down those limiting beliefs, and being open and authentic as a man. So sit back, relax, and listen now. In this week's podcast, I've got Mark Tanhauser, a good friend of mine. He's a landscape gardener, originally from Cape Town, South Africa. But in this episode, he shares his passion and love for food. And over the last three years, he's dramatically changed his life. Even beer swinging, 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 he's put on it. Uh, smoked anything, hardcore carnival, used to eat loads of meat, even says here, believe that beans and full pulses were the awful of the vegetable kingdom. So he's a fantastic guest, full of jokes, really funny. He's really changed his life over the last three years, cut an alcohol, made a dramatic change and really gone down the self-development route now and can improve his life in all areas of his life. So he's listened to a lot of the podcasts and he shares his journey with actually reading the book The China Study, which actually changing from a hardcore meat eater to now a plant-based geezer. So you're going to love this episode, enjoy it and subscribe. Catch you guys at the end. Right, so today I've got Mark Tannhauser who has, or maybe not has, got a passion for food. We're just saying, what's a passion? So... Do you have a passion for food? How did well, you get into it? Well, I don't know. It's, it's that definition. I mean, it's my, my understanding of being having a passion for food yeah. is, you know, I, I'm a chef, uh, I run a restaurant, I, you know, I, I do talks on food, yeah. everything. I don't. I don't do any yeah. of that. Yeah. But food does interest me enormously. Yeah. Uh, so, especially now with yeah. a new way of eating and things like that, yeah. I, you know, I like, I like to cook. Yeah. Which, so. Which is both born out of necessity yeah. and interest. And I say necessity because my wife can't cook. Not, I did not. No, no. no. She admits that. She admits that. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Don't a good. Ba- she can good. bake yeah. and she makes. Yeah, she makes. Really, she makes really good cakes yeah. and what have you. But cooking. Really. You know what? I didn't marry her for her <laughs> culinary <laughs> abilities. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. so I've kind of had to learn to cook. Okay. Because I really like my food and like yeah. my food just so. That's not because I'm fussy. I just yeah. like nice food. So what was it like when you got married then at the beginning? Was it just like, or when you moved in together? I didn't know this bit. So I'm intrigued Yeah, already. well, I suppose, you go, I mean, we've been together, we've been, this is this year we married 25 years. Yeah, oh wow. Um, oh. And we've been together oh. almost 30, so. When's the anniversary? Uh, 29th of July. Oh. I had to think there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 29th of July, yeah. so. Yeah, that would be actually married at 25 years, oh. which is like, which is old person. Yeah. And I just don't, <laughs> <laughs> You think 25 years, yeah. that's old, man. Yeah. But there you go, soon comes around. Yeah, soon comes around. So, so yeah, so your question was, how did that work at the beginning? <coughs> I think it was, you know, it was slightly different in as much as, you know, we're starting out, we didn't have much. Yeah. So cooking involved sort of, you know, baked beans and jacket potatoes. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, Basics, as you yeah. get older, you kind of, you sort of, you accumulate more, more knowledge, you yeah. the more money, you're able to do more things. Uh, around food, so I wasn't as fussy, I suppose, back then. Yeah, fair, fair point, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be, would you, really? No, no, uh, no. that makes sense. Okay, yeah. cool. So, w- why is food important to you then? So, we've had many discussions around food topics, your we, journey with food, and just, just yeah, so why is it important to you? What I, you know, I, I have where do I start on this? I've always yeah. been interested in food because yeah. it's just something 
it's just something that ignites something in me. It's yeah. as corny as that sounds, you know. And back in the day, I mean, I used to sort of the idea of just a sizzling steak on a barbecue yeah. would just the smells, the sounds yeah. would just awaken something in me that would just make me really happy, yeah. just really happy. So it's not a it was a healthy relationship with yeah. food rather than something that that is unhealthy. Yeah. But that that said, it's as you well know yeah. now. I've kind of gone all plant based, yeah. and I I stopped eating meat. You know, it's coming up for a year, yeah. so which it, it has allowed me by having that interest in food and that passion in food, it's allowed me to explore non a non meat eating diet. Yeah. Uh, because what a lot of people tend to do is they just look for substitutes, so they they have whatever uh, they yeah, used yeah. to have it, and they just replace that pork chop with a vegetarian sausage or something. Yeah, and to yeah. me. That's kind of boring. I, yeah. I, you know, have you tried any of this? I've tried yeah, all yeah, that, yeah, and that, yeah. and that's fine. It yeah. serves it serves a purpose, but <coughs> to me, that's not where the flavor is. Yeah. And and by try, by trying to just use that as a substitute, you cannot recreate the flavor of meat. Yeah. You just cannot do it. The flavor of meat is extraordinary, yeah. and when you eat that, you cannot replace yeah. it with anything else. They come up with this fake chicken and fake yeah. steaks and all that. It's okay, but it's not meat. It just isn't. So. so you have to then explore yeah. other ways of doing it. Yeah. And if you are interested in food, it's easy to do. Yeah. If you're not interested in food, you're stuck with the yeah, substitutes. Yeah, yeah, so fair point. Yeah. So what what made you change? Because you're from South Africa. <laughs> yeah, you're, I know. You're like barbecues. I know. And, well, I know. Even the way you talk about meat is like, I'm I hungry now. I, I, want, I want a piece of steak. Do, so do, what, you, know, what? do, do you know what? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you were like, I'll never eat, stop I, eating meat. Here's so, something yeah. I said less than 12 months ago, yeah. and I'm ashamed of <laughs> saying this. <laughs> I said, and I really mean this, that <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to, I don't know what I mean now, but I said, I said to my wife, who's, yeah. who, by the way, has been vegetarian ever since I knew her, yeah. oh, pescatarian, she eats a bit of fish, um, but I said to her about vegetarians, and I said, do you know, I can understand women being vegetarians, yeah. but men, <laughs> what's going on with that? You just can't be sorry. Surely, there's, you've got some sort of identity problem if yeah. you if you're a man and you're a vegetarian, right? Wow. I said that less than twelve months ago. Wow! All right. Wow! So be careful. Bold statements. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, being from South Africa and and being a, being a Leo star sign and yeah. all these things, they also, I'm the, I am the king of sweeping statements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm kind of learning now <laughs> to actually, yeah, I, I, I'm learning not to say it as much, but. To answer that, how did that come about? Uh, it's kind of you and I actually share quite similar stories, in yeah. as much as you know, I, I, our lives changed dramatically roughly three years ago. Yeah, we yeah, both of us made a decision to just cut alcohol from our yeah. lives um, because, well, for for obvious reasons, yeah. we were just let's just say more than exuberant. Hey, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. so so something had to give, something yeah. had to change. So we did that. So so it was then that by doing that, you're kind of, you open up possibilities, you open yeah. up different ideas and different ways of doing things, different ways of living. So that, rather than just being sort of bollocks most of the time, it now opened up yeah. a mindset of being a bit more inquisitive, a little bit more, oh, what else is out there? What else can yeah. I be doing? So, and I've started digesting the same materials that you've read, the yeah. similar books, they all do their rounds, yeah. the similar podcasts, yeah. the tapes and what have you. Um, and one one day I was thinking about just thinking about health and how to sort of improve it and just become yeah. uh, just become even more healthy. And for some reason I was drawn to I, I must have seen something on TV or, or, or followed something on, 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 on online somewhere. 
but there was a South African um, golf player who's probably in his 80s now, a guy called Gary Player, who uh, you know, back in the day, fantastic, he's won the majors, yeah. he's up there with, with, with Jack Nicholas and oh, all the greats oh. of the game, yeah. um, a really serious player. And he's still in his 80s now, every day, he's still, he, I mean, when you talk to him, uh, yeah. when you hear him talk, he's, he's just so vibrant, and he's an old oh, man, okay. right? Okay. And, and he's kind of, I was wondering, what does this guy do? Ah, How okay. does he do that? Yeah. So it's that whole modeling thing where yeah. you, 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 you learn about what people do. So I went and started looking and delving into it a bit. What does he, what does he eat? What, what does he, what's his sleeping routines? Yeah. What's his exercise regimes? What does he read? What does he listen to? Where does he get his inspiration? All these things. And uh, when I delved into that, um, that's what put me on this path of, of, okay. of, of going, going down the uh, non-meat-eating route. Yeah. And, uh, he, he recommended a book called The China Study. Yes, uh, I mentioned this, uh, yeah. And I read that, and, wh and what I liked about that, it wasn't, it didn't come from a humanitarian point of view, as, as, as you know, as, as, yeah. as, as valid that that is, it was more just scientific. You know, this is what happens to cells in the human body when they digest meat yeah. and when they digest vegetable products. It's simple, as that. that's yeah. breaking it down to its, <coughs> its real basics. Yeah. But so there was no, there was no opinion. It was just fact. What happens? Yeah. So I read that, and that really resonated. And then from there, it just it just went on. And I just thought, well, I'm going to do what he did. So yeah. I was 50 years old at the time. Yeah. I just decided to stop eating meat. Just for Which, that, re reading that one book. Or just reading that one book. book yeah. Just reading that one book, and then and also just seeing Gary Player and how yeah. and how you know, and he stopped eating meat at 50. Yeah. He was also a South African. Yeah. Also stopped eating meat at 50. And he's now 30 years later, yeah. he's never looked back. So I thought, well, let's give that a go. And then, of course, I've read loads more yeah. stuff about it. But that's how it started. H how was the switch then? Like, was it in, like overnight, I'm done? It, it or was, was it gradual? Or no, 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 no. It was instant. It okay, was wow. instant. And I think we've had this discussion yeah. before. You know, you get people that sort of wean themselves onto something yeah. or off something. I'm not that person. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah, it's so I turn a switch and it's all or nothing. <coughs> but And I'm a great believer in... If you are ready for the change, whatever it is, yeah. it's easy. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it requires yeah. discipline and it does require a focus. But it's not something that you sit there just ruin that decision every day and thinking, oh, this is so difficult. If you really want to do it, yeah, you're ready to commit at that point in time. And it's you're not playing like so. I haven't struggled. Fence. I haven't yeah. struggled at all. It's wow. almost like saying, it's all. I've almost managed to convince my mind in such a way that I've never eaten meat. Yeah. So it's almost saying to offering someone a cigarette who's never smoked. And then saying, well, why would you not want one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I want to eat meat? I don't eat meat. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So it's kind of, but then I've discovered loads of nice foods. Yeah. Oh, Lebanese cuisine is yeah. where I went first. Don't know why, but I just <laughs> went there. What do you mean went? Did you like go to a restaurant or did you? No, like no, no. I just looked. For, I just or? I was just looking for recipes online. Just okay, looking gotcha. for sort, yeah. sort of, you know. Um, at that point, I was just looking for vegetarian recipes. It wasn't you know, whole food, plant-based, which is this whole yeah. new buzz phrase. Uh, is fairly new, so but it's different to vegetarian. So I just looked at vegetarian, and then a few recipes came up, and I really enjoyed the flavors. So of course, I started finding out more about that. I think somewhere in the title of the recipe, it would have said Lebanese something. So I thought, gotcha. oh, let's go and look into Lebanese cuisine, yeah. and then that then took me into the whole of the Middle East, and ah. Oh, yeah. And then you go Northern Africa and all those regions where it's just all pulses and grains and beans, which, by the way, yeah. I used to say pulses was the offal of the vegetable <laughs> kingdom, right? Because I hated them so yeah. much. I hated the flavor, the taste, the
the texture they were just revolting why would you eat that yeah i'd rather get my you know my mouth into yeah. a lamb chop <laughs> well i want to eat beans god's sake it's just like it's horrible it's horrible there you go i know i sort of i think i'm slowly turning into my wife <laughs> that's what's happening now does she know that she's, she's becoming more sort of she makes more sweeping statements now. Yeah, does she? I wouldn't be surprised if she starts eating meat at some point. That would be so weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. Be so weird. And I'd have to cook it, because she can't cook. Yeah. So I'd have to cook meat. Look at the smell that, though. Very well. There you go. So, um, to unpack yeah. a bit of that. So when you... So the day came, you stopped eating meat. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. So what do you literally eat the next day? Because there's some logical, like, you have to go buy new foods, or... What, no. How did you, like, what did you... No, it's quite mean, hard, you know. Because yeah. just to give you some reference point, when yeah. Farah tried to do a ketogenic diet yeah. or a vegan diet for a period of time just to test it yeah. and see what it's like, she struggled because she was like, what, what do I buy? And because hers was instantaneously, it was like, okay, now I've got nothing in the fridge. Yeah. How do I make anything? So how did you get from that place to the place where you're making all these great foods like in such a short space of time? Okay. Um, well, I, me, that, that seems to me, because I'm not a cook, I'm not... I can cook food, but to me it's yeah. like, ooh, that's quite tough in my head. That I couldn't do that straight away. No, but, but yeah. they, I, I mean, it's <coughs> to to try and sort of answer that in, in a yeah. number of ways. Number one, for someone like you, yeah. there's there are great websites that you can yeah. go on to. Uh, there's a there's a website called Forks Over Knives. Okay, uh, that is fantastic okay, so to do. There are yeah. lots of resources that you can go on. You can actually buy into programs that people send you recipes on a weekly yeah, basis, those, yeah. shopping lists, yeah. all that sort of thing. So for someone who doesn't know, who doesn't have much experience with cooking yeah. uh, or interest in food, yeah. they are, there's plenty of okay, resources, out, of there. resources oh, out there gotcha. to be able to help you do that. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, the way I, I approached it was bearing in mind that I'd been you know, cooking for 20, 24 years yeah. for my, my wife, the majority of the time in any case, and on occasion preparing vegetarian food oh, as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I wasn't, vegetarian food wasn't totally alien to me. It wasn't like my di my diet was just you know, sort of pizza and, and, and meat. Yeah. I did eat lots of food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Together. Just grate that chop onto my pizza. That was <laughs> um, So So it, it, it didn't, it, it wasn't alien to me. Yeah. Um, I've just expanded on it. And 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 the and the and the remarkable thing about it is, the flavor. When you stop eating animal product, let me be more specific on that. Yeah. It's not just meat; it's animal products. Okay, so I've kind it. of, uh, I've cut out. It's it's fish. It's it, all animal products. The only thing I still have a little bit of from time to time is a bit of cheese. Yeah. Um, so technically, I don't call myself a vegan or anything. Yeah. It's just. I don't What's know the what difference between then a vegan and a plant-based? Well, for you, then, for, you for, for, for for me, yeah. I mean. You know, vegan is strictly no animal products yeah. whatsoever, right? Uh, and then I think with vegan as well, this is my understanding yeah. of it. it this might not be a dictionary definition, yeah. but my understanding is so vegans are, are completely animal. Uh, anything animal based is 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 is, is avoided. But then, and then you also get the ethical side where you know the real strict ones don't even wear leather shoes and belts yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. So anything that's really, you know, yeah. so it, that becomes that becomes quite a minefield. For for me, I've just I just established my own way of doing yeah. things so whole food plant-based is basically things that have not been altered nothing's been you know things that are grown as a plant not made in a plant yeah if you if you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. it's uh, yeah did you make yeah. that up no that was a great line yeah. do we make anything up most know, of the yeah. most of the information we accumulate is just through yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we just read stuff so yeah, yeah. I, I, do like that. That. 
I need to, I need to spend my whole time talking in quotations. Yeah. Most of the stuff that I spot <laughs> out, this comes from a book or from something. <coughs> so uh, yeah, but it, yeah, it makes sense. Um, so whereas the whole food plant based is more, it's more about. Um, it's more defined by what you do eat, whereas yeah. vegans are tend to be defined by what they don't eat. Okay, yeah, that like elimination. Like yeah, get rid of yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so that would be my interpretation yeah. of it. So, so yeah, I mean, so so that would. What was the original question? How did I ease into that? Yeah, how did you make that switch? Like, yeah, so cooking vegetarian food um, was wasn't alien to me. Yeah. So I just then decided, well, how can I do certain things like vegetarian lasagna for example but without using cheese yeah. and tr and you know not using eggs and whatever so that's and then and then just uh, that's what i'll say the, the extraordinary thing what happens is once you start just eating cleaner food yeah uh, your palate changes yeah it changes really quickly so where you were once sort of not too you weren't so overly enamored by a certain yeah. flavor i'm not going to say that's something that you repulsed found repulsive yeah. and then six weeks later after not eating meat you just lapping it up that yeah. doesn't happen but certain foods that tasted eh, they were all right now yeah. taste really good yeah. so you really notice flavors yeah. more a lot more do you think so like because there's a whole thing about meat eaters versus vegans plant-based whatever whatever's the healthier route do you think there's a common ground between the two or do you think that once you come off the meat you just you're generally going to be healthier in here because of carcinogenics and all that jazz that goes with it. What's your viewpoint on that? Because well, that's always a hot topic at the moment, the, especially. There is, yeah. there is, but there's plenty of evidence that 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 documents what happens to cells in the human body yeah. when they digest meat. <coughs> you know, the cholesterol, uh, the, the raised heartbeat, uh, yeah. um, blood pressures, all these sort of things. Without having facts and figures in front of me, it's yeah. difficult to say that. But yeah. there's there is stuff that is that is not under discussion. It's it's just what does happen, right? Yeah. Where the problem comes in is people will stop eating. They stop eating meat, but they're not. You, you you need that source of nutrition. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can get that without the side effects. Yeah. Without the baggage, right? So so meat does provide nutrition. There's no yeah. doubt about yeah. that. But it also has a whole lot of baggage that yeah. goes with it, which you can get rid of by just changing it for something for something that's more plant-based, yeah. right? Yeah. But the problem is, is people will say. Uh, we were chatting about this um, uh, without the, yeah. the the microphone a bit earlier on today, where you know, being a vegan, the technically you can drink beer and eat chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a vegan diet. Yeah. So, but that's not healthy. Yeah. So it's <coughs> it's all very well cutting meat out, but you've got to replace it with something suitable. Yeah. And do you think there's um because I me and Farah had this conversation. It's interesting. Yeah. I'll link this in the show notes because literally ten minutes before you arrived, I just read a blog that discussed this topic, I was like, wow, yeah. this is exactly what I was saying if someone's ever done the research and study. I've not read yeah. the ins and outs of it, but the gist I got was in the middle part of it, yeah. there's some commonalities between each diet and nutrition, Yes. like whole waste foods, et cetera, et cetera, all kind of sit in the middle of the fundamentals, yeah. regardless of what, what you eat or where you go with it. And I was always a believer that the, the reason why a lot of research shows that when you stop eating meat and then you start going on a vegan-based diet or plant-based diet yeah. is that your health improves. But I was always saying to Farah, maybe it's not a case of just removing the meat, it's because you remove all the processed stuff that comes with it. Generally speaking, is that why you become healthier versus not just the meat and alone? And, I, and then then it, I read that and I was like, oh, it does speak about that. Yeah. Because generally you get rid of the processed stuff because you're eating cleaner, generally yes. speaking. Yeah, and other beers know and crisps is I know what, you, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. Which, which one is actually contributing more to the yeah. improved health? Yeah. Is it 
cutting yeah. out meat or cutting out the junk. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, where's that survey report just to show that? I was just, I was just literally ten minutes ago, I read something. I was like, okay, this this to me speaks my language. Yeah, yeah. So what, I don't know what your viewpoint on that. I know it's just literally come out and you haven't read it yet, but. Um, I yeah, and I, I'm looking forward to reading yeah, yeah. it because I saw that I was waiting down in reception <coughs> and I saw that come through and I, and I thought to myself, well, I haven't got time to comment yeah. on that now, but I but I certainly yeah. will do. Um, so, yeah, came first the chicken or the egg? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, yeah. But 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 there's, it depends. On, you've always got to be careful where you are getting your resources from and your yeah. information from. Definitely. Be, because most of the time is there's an angle that people are selling something yeah right? yeah that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just you know people got to earn a living and yeah. so they there's they're flogging something so or often these studies are done by these massive food manufacturers yeah. themselves so they've actually funded for the research yeah. to be done you know nestle have rebranded themselves as something to do with nutrition and okay, nestle produced nesquik and yeah. you know crispy shreddies yeah. and all this it's all the stuff yeah. that is highly processed and not good for you but yet they've actually rebranded their company and they've they, I think they their holding company is something 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 nutritional institute or yeah. something like that so they kind of sneakily it's, trying it's, to get yeah, around yeah yeah and then they've got scientists working for them proper, proper scientists yeah, yeah. that are then presenting facts and figures in such a way that it's going to be skewed towards promoting that so it's you've a trillion dollar business and there's so much money it in is marketing. trillion dollars you're right yeah it is. And, it's and, massive um, yeah we'll talk i was talking about another podcast guy talks about this where he says that because we're so mark heavily marketed to yeah like you go to a petrol station now there's so much chocolate crisp everything in front of you yeah put a tv on there's a food advert that's got packaging and trying yeah. to sell you something yeah. you never see an advert for a banana because there's apple. no there's <laughs> no money in bananas exactly there's yeah. no money in it so yeah. so so we are we are governed by you know, and this isn't. It's big it, companies, ten companies own. It's not a conspiracy. It's just the way the world works. Yeah. You know, we've we've we've. You know, stock markets run the world. Yeah. You know, well, the, the companies that are featured on these stock markets run. <coughs> the world. So you so you end up, and all these companies are beholden to their shareholders. Yeah. They sh they want to they invest in your company because they want to see their investment grow, and the only way for their investment to grow is for the company to grow. Yeah. And the only way for the company to grow is to continually producing more and more and more stuff. Yeah. And for people to buy more and more. Yeah. And when it comes to the food industry, the only way they are able to do that is they they we we spoke about yeah. this as well. They employ food technologists they employ yeah. people to actually manipulate food to such an extent that it makes it tastier ice so cream ben and jerry's man yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it tastes good yeah, it, it does fat and sugar yeah. Oh, yeah so we sell more of it yeah you know they as much as they might not want to do it yeah but i can guarantee you if a company comes out now they do decide they want to be more ethical they want to be more um uh, sort of aware of the health risks of things and they're going to, if they start doing that the, the, the people that run these these um, big stock market inst institutions, yeah. they, they they will be insisting on a change of management. Yeah. They, you know, yeah. we, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. We we this want this company to continue to yeah. grow. So, so there is an opportunity then for potential companies to come forward and then revolutionize. I don't know of any companies. I've not researched enough. But you know, absolutely. The space in the market for a that and now, you especially know who, now. Do you know who I think they are? Oh, no, yeah. The meat industry. Okay. So the oh, cattle wow, okay. industry, and I'll tell you why, yeah. because... I think you said this before. Yeah, yeah go people, on, people that are in the cattle industry, yeah. right, and uh, they're not in the industry to sell meat to people. They're yeah. in the industry of making money, mm. right? That's just so happens to be this is where their expertise lie yeah. right now. So if, if, if we could just, if you could give them 
a way of being able to make just as much money but reduce all the costs that are involved in doing that. Yeah. Th they're not going to go, oh, no, think of all the lovely cattle that we look after and all the grazing and we just love the industry so much yeah. we wouldn't want to change it. They'll snap, you, they'll snap it up. Yeah. So I, I think the whole... This, there's, there's, there's this big movement with the with this um, transitional food. So yeah. your you know your veggie burgers and all this. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, the whole yeah. food plant based and it's you know it's called, everything's plant based now. <laughs> plant based steaks and all yeah. this sort of thing. But these these companies that are doing really well doing that, I think the, 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 the these massive um, meat industries are equipped to do that. They've got the logistical networks. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. got they've got all the. Um, infrastructure yeah. to do that they've got all the machines if your machines are churning out sausages or churning out vegetarian sausage it makes no difference to them the actual you think of livestock they've got to, you know they've got to feed the livestock mm. as much i mean we, we're not even going to start going into yeah. how that is done and how they are <laughs> kept, you know, that's a whole new avenue that's but part two yeah that's part <laughs> two but generally there's a there's an industry yeah. that needs to be supported and it's you know you've got to clear lots of land you it's cost them a fortune it costs them an absolute fortune to do so, so you think it's almost a switch in the machines absolutely to change it to something else yeah. which is going to happen okay it will yeah. happen at some point maybe not in my lifetime yeah. or, or yours but it's going to happen there's no doubt that we'll be eating future chicken. listeners yeah grandparents of us kids of ours yeah, yeah 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 no absolutely okay. absolutely Fascinating. Um, go back a bit then to unpack what you said about the alcohol because, yeah. again, we both pretty much stopped drinking at a similar time. What brought that on in the first place? And, and just like a bit of your history around alcohol and... and cause I know right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just as well, you, you, can't, you can't see my facial reaction. From this, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was actually him who said this, but I think it was Gandhi yeah. who said something along the lines of "Be the change you want to see." Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's Gandhi. So there I was. Oh, I don't know now. I'm 51 now, so I would have been what 48. No, yeah, 47. 48. 48. Yeah. Jeez, my maths. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey. That's hardly difficult. So 51 <laughs> take away 3. Uh, 26 plus 4. Jeez. Okay. I think it's, it's, all that, it's all that green tea. No. Okay, okay. Um, so, I, I, you know, I said to myself at the time, I think I was just, I was just drinking too much. And I did yeah. try and clarify what that was. I've never been a spirit drinker. Yeah. So that's been my saving grace. Um, but let me let yeah let me go back let me yeah. go back a long time to get to get you yeah, up yeah, to the yeah. point of forty eight right um, so so I've always had a sort of what could best be described as an unhealthy relationship with alcohol yeah. okay so it's kind of without without talking too much the reasons why it just happened to be that you know a bit of habit a bit of history a bit of background all that sort of thing yeah. just culminated into a lifestyle where I went out and I just when I went out I caned it yeah it's as simple as that which I suppose a lot of people do. Um, but then it got to the point so you know I would have something to drink most nights and yeah. most nights it would be sort of three maybe four cans of lager which mm. was towards the latter end this is when I was you know close to giving up a year yeah. before that I was probably at least knocking that back every evening yeah. which doesn't sound like a lot but when you add those units up over yeah. a week it's way more yeah. than the recommended yeah, weekly yeah. allowance my wife doesn't drink a lot uh, she's, she's almost teetotal um, and became a well, ironically enough, when I first yeah. met her, she downed a pint of lager in less than a second. Oh, wow. I'm going to marry her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 She was the time. We, 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 we met in Corfu. Yeah. And, uh, and she was, and I was just super impressed with that. Yeah. So 
you know, when we were first together, we, you know, she did drink a lot more. Yeah. But then when she had kids, it's almost like someone's got to become responsible. Yeah. And that role often falls upon the mother yeah. to, to do that. Um, so she kind of has not drunk for a long time. So when you, when you are spending a lot of time with someone who doesn't drink, it highlights the fact that you are drinking uh, way it's a more. comparison. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it kind of makes it, it makes it even worse. So you're constantly thinking that you, you know, you're trying to crack a beer quietly. <laughs> Those things, <laughs> those things aren't quiet, right? You could go to another room and pull the, pull, pull the ring pull. Someone's yeah. going to hear it, eh? So, uh, so yeah, so, the, so that became, I was like feeling a bit edgy about that. Mm. And then I can't speak for other people, but generally when I drank too much, and too much in terms of this happening was normally after two or three pints, um, I would snore. Oh, okay. And I'd be restless. I'd sleep and I would thrash about in my sleep. Yeah. I'd sleep quite restlessly. So fairly often I'd wake up in the middle of the night and my wife wouldn't be there and mm. I'm like oh shit she's, she's gone back downstairs to go yeah. sleep on the sofa so I, I, you know, I just feel really bad about that yeah. so, so all of that was playing in my mind and I was just thinking oh, you know what you're 48 now man you just yeah. can't just keep caning it yeah. and keep doing it just, something's got to give prior to that as well so a really good friend of mine who still oh, lives yeah. in South yeah. Africa he's uh, that's just, this is just reminding me of that and this was a major factor as well so we've got a history together I mean I've known him and we've been best mates longer than I've known my wife you yeah. know we've been together a long time and we've that's another show right we've oh, gone through it it. <laughs> no 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 we've gone through stuff in a yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's just, we've had what, a good okay, time just to yeah. stop there because yeah. what, what's the wildest memory memory you're happy to share then in that time period because I'm happy to share none okay, none good, of them fine. not right now not oh, right now fair enough um, time no, I mean we've all we've all had we've all got um, sort of drink and drunk fueled stories yeah. that we can tell. Um, so, th but we've consistently did it, and we've yeah. just we just had a blast, right? We had a blast. But I went down to see him in London once. He, he lived in London for a few years, and he's got he's got a, um, a very successful business in South Africa, uh, which is an import business. Oh yeah. And uh, we used to, you know, sometimes he was over <coughs> in the country doing trade shows, and he'll be doing trade shows all around Europe and drumming up new customers yeah. and what have you. And I would always meet up with him um, in London, and we would go out and we'd just, you know, just a, just a binge of yeah, alcohol yeah. and just go, just go crazy. Nothing, you know, nothing untoward. We used to, you know, both married men, and yeah. we were, you know, we, we we kept within the realms of decency regarding that. Yeah. But we really did cane it, and uh, and then he. So this this happened. This was about five years ago, and yeah. then you know, just had another one of our drunken nights out. And didn't think anything else of it. The next day, I got a phone call from him at about. 10 o'clock at night and he was in Germany and he said to me I'm in trouble mm. and I was wow what's up mate what's up and and, and he started crying on the phone I was oh, like wow. oh my goodness that's this is this is serious yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he just said to me oh, I've got a problem man I just I think I think I'm an alcoholic and and I was like I mean this I was like my first f thought selfishly was you're an alcoholic. What's that make me? Yeah, yeah. We must be. We must be similar. But it's so he went. He he went back to South Africa, and I didn't. You know, kept it. We still keep in touch, and we still chat, and and we did then. But then I got a call maybe a week or two later, um, just saying that he's just he's he's in hospital. So he collapsed at work, wow. and uh, he was in hospital. And it turned out he he went to go and see someone. The doctor said to him, "You really need to stop drinking." Um, mm. You know, if you if you get drunk to that state again, that could that could be kill. that could kill you yeah. basically, right? So it was pretty serious. So 
he went and saw a psychiatrist um, and we went through a couple of sessions. <laughs> I remember chatting to him. I spoke to him more often than we, we spoke regularly. And I said, oh, so how's the therapy going and all that? He says, oh, I went to two sessions and then I received a bill for it. Yeah. And uh, I'm cured now. <laughs> so I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. So, yeah. he, but he's a very strong character and he, decided, he knew that he had to stop drinking yeah. and, and that was what he was going to do. And I can you know, proudly say now, five years down the line, yeah. He's still teetotal. His life, he's turned his life around, and everything is so much better. And it's fantastic to see. Yeah. So that was that had an influence on me as well mm. because we just knocked around so much as kids. I mean, we grew up since we were twelve years old. We'd go surfing together. We snog yeah. our first girls. You know, yeah. we went through all that together. And uh, bros for life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but bear in mind, the whole time I only knew we only knew each other in the sort of you know the height, heightened state of drunkenness all the time yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, we yeah. never really chatted about really we chatted but we never really had intimate talks about anything wow. it was, was just all just yeah. like most guys do yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, all yeah, piss no. taking and well do you think that was that point when you had that conversation that was real with him that's when you kind of found a deeper level in your relationship maybe, i think i think right <coughs> at that moment it was more it was more just a little bit sort of unsettling yeah um but certainly since then i mean since him he stopped five years ago and i stopped three years ago yeah. oh you know, in the last five years, our relationship has just been so much. I mean, better's not the right word, but yeah. just been it's just been it's been a deeper level. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's really been really good, yeah. really good. I mean, I wouldn't have changed any of the earlier yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. but this is good to be at this stage now. So, so it was. So in a way, it was it was vanity that that made me do it, right? In a way, as well. So all these contributing factors, vanity is one of them. I'll tell you that because I then he he didn't come over for a year. And I didn't go out to South Africa, so I think it was a space of about two years I hadn't seen him. Yeah. And then I saw him, and he was like, he's a year younger than me. Yeah. But he's always looked older. Yeah. Right. It just has. He's yeah. always, he's always, he's always looked older than me. And we do look very similar. Often back in the day when we were out, people, yeah. the, the people always brothers. asked if we were brothers yeah. and all this sort of thing. So sometimes, depending on our, our state of drunkenness, yeah. sometimes we were, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. we were, so <laughs> we played along with it. But he just looked phenomenally well yeah. he just looks so well just physically dare I say it he's looking younger than me yeah, yeah. and I was like I'm not having that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having that so coupled with Gandhi yeah, yeah, the change yeah, you yeah. want to see and my mate looking younger than me I can now proudly say that I'm three years down the line yeah. I now look younger than him again yeah that's it that's it so oh, wow. yeah so that that's how that came about yeah, yeah. so how do you think like because you mentioned a few times about men and alcohol yeah why do you think there's a, a such a strong connection versus potentially women and alcohol because I, I i'm like with you the, the connection doesn't seem as clear but with men it's very clear like it's almost set up where men go to watering holes to drink in pubs yeah weekend what you're gonna do you're gonna play golf and have a drink so yeah. it always seems to be connected to some kind of alcoholic beverage at some point in time in that and the friends <sighs> i had growing up were very much the same like, yeah. Kind of pub. yeah yeah of course we are yeah yeah and, and women don't seem to, and, and it's yeah. true. So women will get together. Um, we, we, yeah. We're generalising here, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, but, massively, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it does happen. Is they they'll tend together. They have an afternoon or an evening, where they would, you know, have cups of tea, yeah. and have bring a nice cake, yeah. and they would just chat for hours. Yeah. Whereas us guys tend to not just do that. We tend not to just sit around and chat. There's always yeah. something involved. Yeah. Game snooker. Yeah. Watching football. Yeah darts yeah. whatever there's all these little things and then there's a little bit of banter going in between and no one really sits down and has deep meaningful conversations yeah. um 
and let me speak from my experiences. Yeah, Maybe yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. but that generally seems to be the yeah. thing. So, so I think, you know, I'm kind of been guilty of that myself in the past, and uh, and and it's only sort of this 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 new sort of enlightenment is is very new. Mm-hmm. It's only I'm only sort of two or three years in yeah. into this new way of thinking. So. I can only talk through my experiences. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of men out there who've been doing this since since yeah. day one. I can only put it down to um, men just not being as well uh, prepared and as well sort of educated in and experienced in just chatting yeah. and just yeah. talking yeah. about how they feel and what they think and what, how they behave. And, so, so alcohol gives you that edge to be able to just relax. It gives you that, uh, it's almost like a little bit of security. It, it, loosens, yeah. it loosens the inhibitions, yeah. you know. Still to this day, you won't catch me on the dance floor, but I used to dance yeah. all the time. When I had 10 pints of lager down yeah, there, yeah. I'd be throwing myself around thinking I was a god yeah. on the dance floor. I obviously wasn't, <coughs> but yeah. it, so it does loosen inhibitions. There's no doubt about it. So I think, I think there's, there's this definite suppression in men yeah um and 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 not so much in women yeah agreed because i i remember when i first started drinking it's probably like 16 years old yeah and i remember like being in sixth form particularly and i was never confident talking to to girls or women at all because i went to all boys school yeah uh, sixth form was when they let girls in if you like and i remember just not feeling confident confident talking to them even yeah. to an extent when they're in the same year group i'd feel com- more comfortable then but I remember going, I was skating with my friends once, and one of the guys said, I was a girl, I want to talk to you. So I was skating over, I fall over, and I sort of slid in front of him, and I just, I just skated away straight away. Yes. I was like, no, I don't want to say anything, I felt embarrassed. Yeah. And it's only when I started drinking that I became less, um, like, inhibitions started to fade away, and I felt yes. like I could talk to anyone then. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like the fun afro that everyone saw, probably in my late teens, 20s. Yeah. And that, I became associated with that. So it was almost every time he came with me, we're going drinking. That's it. We're drinking hard tonight. Yeah. I'm going to party hard. Yeah, yeah. And, and, well, uh, that, and that stems from lack of confidence and self esteem. You forced your identity like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I totally relate to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's that com- that confidence thing. It's definitely a confidence thing. So l- let me throw let's throw a quick story into yeah. the mix of that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, growing up in South Africa, I you know, it was a pretty tricky home life, and I ended up sort of requesting to go to boarding school. Yeah. Oh, did you request? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't that. something that yeah. it was either I'm going to go to boarding school or I'm going to end up in some sort of borstal having murdered my stepmother because yeah. she she wasn't she wasn't one that I got on very well wow. with at all. So I went to an all boys boarding school, and uh, and here's here's a baptism of fire in terms of confidence. So we got initiated back in those days. You had yeah. initiation ceremonies that would not be allowed today, right? And those 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 th- those were harsh. So um, they used to, you know, you when you go to parties, sometimes they have those big galvanized steel drums that they fill in ice and they put oh, yeah, beer yeah, bottles yeah, and yeah, everything in there. Yeah. So um, in the mess hall, uh, they had one of these at the end of each table, and all the scraps of food from that um, days yeah. the, the, from that particular session would be scraped into this into this big trough. And uh, this would go on for a week, and they used the same trough, and they put all the food in there, right? God, then, it, then it got kept outside, yeah. right? They had a few of these troughs going. And for some reason, this trough was called Dr. Woods. I don't know why it was called that. There must have been some history yeah. or something. So when the initi- initiation cer- ceremony came, now bearing in mind I am now 13 years old, right? Uh, and we had to line up, and we had to then 
just just wearing a, a swimming swimming costume trunks would have to sit in this tub, which just at this point was putrefying, yeah, right? Yeah, so it's not yeah. really bad. So you had to sit in this thing, and you got you had to then bathe in it. So you had a, a big uh, a big pot that you had to yeah. then pour over your head, and of course people throwing up in it because the smell was oh. so bad. And then you getting into it, and then you oh, it was awful, right? So that's that's like phase one. And there's no, there were, there were no sort of teachers or anything. These are all the sort of, you know, the, the 18 year old guys that are, yeah, that are running yeah, it. Yeah. All the prefects and the heads it's of exactly the year. Like an American, oh, like, um, what do you call them? Club, um, what called in America? Like alpha, beta, all that stuff. Um, fraternities. Oh, frat yes. Yeah, frat yeah, yeah fraternities. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that kind of thing, isn't it? So, yeah. so then, one, the other, what led me on to the, the encounters with girls and falling in front of girls, right? There was a there was a neighbouring girls' school. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So <coughs> we ended up having done this. We were then further humiliated by having to put deep heat and rub that into our privates. Oh. Okay, so at this point now we're naked. We're standing naked. Everyone, the whole school, not the, the whole boarding school, yeah. is there. Everyone's jeering and you know just. It's, Humiliating you, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So you then put this deep heat, and, and of course the sting. For, I don't know Fine, if you've yeah. ever had that done to you. It's not stings, down there, but yeah. <laughs> it stings like hell. It yeah. stings like hell. What we then had to do is they then marched us right oh, in a line no. yeah. down to the to the girls' boarding school, right? Which obviously they must have given notice because all the girls are standing out there now. Yeah. They're on the other side of the fence, but they're all standing out there in a row. We then had to walk past in a row with an egg. Right, we had to get an egg and hold it in our butt cheeks so that we would waddle butt naked, right? Oh past the girls' school. So can you imagine you imagine that? How yeah. you know, you just I mean I wasn't drinking at thirteen, but if there was drink available I yeah. probably would yeah, have, yeah, I probably yeah. would have grabbed it. So that's that yeah, that's that's we doing it. That's those are the yeah. things that, that that go on and that's but that's such a that's a male project. Do females do stuff like that? I, any females listen, let us know. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so. I, I couldn't think of a female equivalent of that. No. The dude, no. no, not that extreme. Not in no, my head. Not, not that I know of. No. Not that I know wow. of. But yeah. So, so I get that whole sort of confidence thing. Yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe it's experiences like that that knock your confidence in yeah. the first place. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Or you no, it was have, for me. You didn't, did you have experiences like that that would make you uh, sort of less confident? Did you have things that happened in particular? So the skating one was one of them, I remember. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I have to remember. I just remember because I wasn't, as it was all boys, it was hard to speak to girls. It's because yeah. it you didn't have a social etiquette. It was the sheer embarrassment. I think, um, I think uh, what's it called, talks about this. So it's, it's within us anyway, because yeah. generally speaking, the women pick the men. We don't decide. Yeah. They decide. So the power is almost in the women, female's hand. And if you're if you're nervous and you've got all that pressure to to say the right thing, I remember a couple of things actually when when you try to ring a girl because you could text back then. Yes. I'd write down what to say. Yes. And then I would and I'd make sure obviously she answered the phone like a dad or anything else. Yeah, I'd write yeah. things what to say. Yeah. And as I was, I'd say them, I'd, I'd I'd worry about what she's gonna reply back. And, like, and you're and halfway write, through dialing the number yeah. and then hang up, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's loads of incidents right. where like you just don't know how to do it, like yeah. how to. Interact with girls, so yeah. the drinking thing was like it's a, it's a, it was a no-brainer. You drink, yeah. oh, I feel so much more relaxed. Yeah, I can now feel like more myself versus trying to you know trying to navigate through this but then hellhole of like. But that's the irony. Girls. <laughs> that's the irony yeah. though, because you're drinking to feel more like yourself. But I bet when you're drinking, you yeah. actually end up then behaving more unlike yourself. Yeah, you end up 
you end up feeling confident to portray a persona yeah, that yeah, isn't that necessarily you, you that you, you think people be, are going to yeah, be uh, attracted to and yeah, enjoy yeah, 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 totally yeah, right yeah. and it almost becomes a um, what's the word so it's a coping mechanism that yeah. just, just stays just stayed with me I think throughout my years and my teens as I said in my yeah. 20s it just stayed with me because I didn't know any way to cope well, in a scenario as well, becomes right? yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, buried yeah. in me deep that yeah. this is how I cope in social situations or talking to women because um, in a workplace it'd be okay because you're yes. just working aren't you yeah. Um, but when you're trying to date someone, it's like it's very awkward. Like, yeah, date someone yeah, when you're yeah, around yeah, a drink. Yeah. You're like, I need a drink to take the edge off. And it doesn't help, as you say, growing up in yeah. just a boys. Going, yeah. going to boys and yeah. don't have that social help. etiquette uh, about how to, uh, how to yeah. talk to girls and yeah. different people. Yeah. I'm not like, interested in like you know, football and generally speaking and uh, all the stuff you are. And all you know lads what? take the piss out of each other. And, yeah, that's so true. You get that's that true. With, yeah. Yeah. Can't do that to a girl. She'd be like, "What are you doing?" But you still you still see it now. At, yeah. So my 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 son who talks about that. He's, yeah. I mean he's. You do actually still see that, right? Yeah. You, you yeah, totally. still see it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, people say you know kids are still saying oh don't be so gay. Or, yeah. Yeah. They still say stuff like that, which is. Uh, we've not we've not progressed at all. No, I don't think uh, it's, it's, it's a modern strange. thing, isn't it? If they've yeah. only seen what people around them see, yeah. it's the same thing. Copy paste. <laughs> but then they, they, I mean, there's no doubt they, they pick that up from either older brothers or they're picking it up from their yeah. mom or their dad or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know, you can only, you can only, uh, you can only assume that that they're just yeah. mirror, mirroring what they see on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah, generally. Yeah. So it's, but yeah, that's that is strange. But that whole, the whole school. So, so growing up in South Africa, I went to boarding school and then I also went to um, private schools. Yeah. So as a result of that, you know, the education system that I was in was fantastic and blah, 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 blah. But the downside of that is it's very elitist. So yeah. you do, you know, whereas oh, yeah. my, I've always had, thankfully I've never been in a position that I've just earned, earned extraordinary amounts of money. I've done fine, yeah. but we would have had this discussion between my wife and I that I would have probably have wanted to send my kids to private school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But thankfully, we've not been in the position to be able to do that because yeah. my wife is really anti that. Yeah. So that could have been a real, bit, and 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 so how that I think that links in with the boys only school now by by going into a comprehensive school. I just yeah. think kids get a real grounding of what real life is. You yeah. Know? You're going to get people that from all sorts of backgrounds. Yeah. You get. A whole mixture. Whereas you go to these fee-paying schools and even boys only, whatever, it's just a certain demographic, or yeah. it's, and it's it doesn't prepare you for the for the, how the world really is. It's interesting. Isn't it? Like, how do you find that balance of like getting them in there? Because you want a bit of both, don't you? Really? Yeah. To get the yeah. optimum mix of. Yeah. You want them to be educated well in a great environment, but you want them to learn about the truths of the world at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, it's not always like this. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which I think in Milton Keynes, we're lucky enough to have yeah. those choices. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good schools around here. Yeah. Uh, I think if you're in a city, London, for example, you know, we I know people whose kids they go to fee-paying schools not because their parents believe that all oh, fee-paying schools are the best. It's just yeah. because the actual comprehensive schools are that bad. Yeah, that you need to get them out. Of just that to get yeah. them out of there, and then, you know. You got fee paying schools and then you get fee paying schools, yeah. you know. So you could be paying ten grand a year and you could be paying thirty five, forty grand a year. So just mm. that the ten grand a year school is probably equivalent to something like Denby that we yeah. get, that our yeah. that our kids or, or Hazley. Uh, yeah. it's it's all relative from that point of view. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Cool. Um so we got off track. We got off track. I, 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 I like going off track, yeah, I'm yeah, fair. Let's see who it takes you. Because yeah. um, one of my questions was about alcohol anyway. Um, yeah. So what do you think the biggest mistake people make with food then? Like you've seen just in your 
in terms of cooking it or in all terms of it of just in general in food like because because there's so many like misconceptions and and myths around it and we talked about diets earlier on that don't work yeah, and so yeah. what's your from your experience or what you've known or read well, or seen well I, I think Food is food is a very complex. It can be a very complex issue for yeah. a lot of people, right? So you've got a lot of people that food is of great comfort to them. Food yeah. brings me pleasure, but it's not comforting for me. Mm. Um, I don't sort of, I don't use, <coughs> I don't misuse food that I perhaps the way that I misused alcohol in the yeah. past. So I think that's that's number one. That's you know, and we've chatted about this as well yeah. with your business in, in terms of. Um, on the fitness side of things and helping people sort of become uh, and help them to make better food choices and things like that yeah. we, we we assume or you don't but I yeah. certainly did until having a conversation with you recently that well, everyone thinks of like I do in yeah. terms of food and they just don't yeah. we, you know we just have a lot more knowledge and a lot more interest in it yeah. so it's co it's complicated yeah. for, for, for me food to me there's I think it's it's not a it's it's, it's not an issue. It's a, it's a fuel, but it's also a way of bringing people together. Cooking, especially, I, I think yeah. all men should you know all men. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I said all men, all people, but yeah. men, men in particular um, should learn to cook, yeah. and they should they should be able to provide in a kitchen. And and I think it just it just. Dare I say it? This makes you Same. more of a sensual person. Yeah. And, and I'm not. I'm not saying I'm sort of a Valentino or yeah, some yeah. great lover or yeah. anything. I'm not suggesting that at all. But having a, a sort of I'm a, a bit Barry White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that, is coming soon. It's that sort of. So yeah, we're talking about yeah. making bread, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've got this has become oh, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's something there's something both therapeutic and quite sort of primal about it. Yeah. So when you knead in the dough, yeah. okay. And you stretching the dough out, it's like it's almost like you massaging, yeah. right? And it's kind of don't worry, Afro. You looking, you looking like where's this guy? Where's this guy? and it's it, I, how do I say this without it sounding pretentious? But there's a connection with yeah. food and with how you respond to people. Okay. So if you if you if you can smell something yeah. like a, you get to grab a strawberry yeah. and you cut, you don't even have to cut it open, but you cut it open, you hold that to your nose and you smell that and you just you feel that coming into you, yeah. right? One if, of the five if, senses. So yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah, you take yeah. the time to do that, it's gonna, it's gonna help you connect. It's gonna help you to connect more with your intimate relationships. Mm. Uh, that's yeah. that's my that's my belief. I'm not saying that you've got to then you know squirt cream on people. <laughs> that, that's been portrayed in films like Nine and a Half Weeks, and you you know you eat your breakfast on someone's backside. I mean, I get that. that that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> Sex and food are related. Sex and food, they are related. Think, yeah, they are related, but yeah. not in the obvious way. You know, yeah. people think of the obvious ways. You know, I just say cucumber. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the obvious ways. But there's 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 other ways of connecting with food, smelling it, touching it, yeah. feeling it, watching it change when you cook. All these yeah. sort of senses that you can awaken, or all of that. I think by being aware of those senses when it comes to food, mm -hmm. for me anyway, makes you more aware of those senses. In, 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 in life in general okay, I can relate to that because there's elements yeah. of like when you are work, but fitness is one of the things for me so yeah. when I feel fit healthier in my own skin yeah. I then become a better person to be around versus if I miss two weeks of working out for sluggish tired so it, I think I yeah. think it's definitely a connection yeah. 100% I agree with that 
I think I think it's interesting to know that like they say what's a man's weight into a man's heart is for yeah. food. Yeah. Do you think it's the same for women as well then? In the other way around, isn't it? Like, uh, that they or, or do they just appreciate you the way you cook and spend the time on the food to provide something for them? I don't know. Uh, is that I don't. I don't. Think do you, the, I, don't I don't think the food is necessary. I, I don't think it necessarily works the same way. I mean, okay, cool. I think we. Job, I yeah. think we still live in quite a stereotypical society, yeah. and I and I do think that sort of in most households where yeah. you know I'm talking, I know we've got so many different ways of relationships yeah. being now, I, I, and I don't want to get into all of that, but in terms, of, I'm just talking about a. A stereotypical male, yeah. female, husband, yeah, yeah. wife, children. Yeah. The mom tends to do most of the cooking. That yeah. still does happen a lot. Yeah. So, so I think was to then sort of exp try and expect women to have the sort of uh, sort of creative and sensual experience of food. They're just putting food on the family on the yeah. table for the family, yeah. and uh, they don't necessarily yeah. have the time, you know, in between doing all the cleaning and all the washing and yeah. all the sort of stuff that Jen and holding down a full-time job probably yeah. as well, which still does happen. Yeah. So I don't think they necessarily have that same relationship. Okay. But but I think they do notice someone who ha is someone who takes the time attentive to cook same and whose attention to detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got an attention to detail to food, you're going to have an attention to detail to other aspects yeah. of life as yeah. well, I think. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, it works, that's how it works. Sounds like a book. It's not a formula. It's not a formula. It's a great formula. Yeah, cool. Um, so, where would you want to take your passion with food then? So, you, you, you're clearly very passionate about because I've met, I've met many different people in my life, and yeah. many men have been on this podcast now, and more future guests to, to arrive. Yeah, and each time I invite someone, it's because they're passionate about, around a topic. Because I know of you that you will spend like two, three hours reading, watching. Yeah. around what you, you take deep dive into things yeah and we were saying this before it's not a common thing people do they won't come home and think right i'm going to spend x amount of time doing this but you'll you'll carve the time and create yes. your day around these things yeah so so where, where do you want to have you thought about where you want to take it next or what you want to come out of it because we've had discussions but i don't know if you want to share yeah um, I, I, I actually I, I actually haven't in, in as much as um i don't know how best to answer that I, at the moment, it's it's still just an interest. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very aware that, I, so my my current my current form of income is yeah. a landscaping business, yeah. right? So, and and that's growing and that's doing well. I've I've recently collaborated with someone. Yeah. And we're able to take on bigger projects, and that's all that's all growing organically, yeah. nice and slow, but it's going in the right direction. So I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, physically. I'm fine. I'm in good shape. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still able to do that work easily. Yeah. Uh, I don't have, you know, I don't finish a hard day's slog, and at yeah. the end of it, come back and I can't walk the next day. Yeah, this yeah, doesn't yeah. happen. So I'm prepared physically to to be able yeah. to do that work. But I'm also also aware that that is not going to continue yeah, forever. Yeah. There's going to come a point when either I'm not going to want to do it, or yeah. I'm not going to be able to do do it as much. So so hopefully, I'm I'm kind of just I'm just gaining as much knowledge around mm. things that interest me yeah because a it interests me and B yeah. the more knowledge you can accumulate you just become more equipped to be able to take it somewhere yeah right yeah, so yeah. but I don't really know where that's going to yeah. go at this point I'm just I'm yeah. just it's almost like I'm at university yeah, now. I'm just, yeah, 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 yeah 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 so I, Lord knows where that's gonna go yeah. I don't know you mentioned book or something who yeah. knows that could yeah. that possibly yeah um, it's but you know, yeah, I have found myself of late kind of, kind of trying to force things. Mm. But you know what, just 
we can we can spend we can spend so much time in the future yeah. that we don't concentrate enough on the here and now. Yeah. And the here and now is good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. So it's kind of rather than just where's it gonna go next, it's I'm not that driven yeah. at this point. Yeah. So you mentioned before about like uh, the reptilian brain thing. Yeah. We spoke about this because what what was it relating to again? So I'm trying to think now. You, ta you talk about you talk about this. That's uh, so the sort of the lim limited limited beliefs. Oh yes, yes, right? yes. Because you had a great example of this. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was very poignant to share, like the way you thought about. Did, I have, did I have an example? I can't think of it now. What no, you mentioned about um, when your daughter came down and wanted to go to the gym, and you about the pro she came down. You and Steph having a conversation around this when right. I came to visit you. Right. And I thought, wow, that's an interesting insight into the way you. You think, and you're, you're aware of that. This is not resonating. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't remember that. Ah, I can't remember that. that. I was just, yeah. If it comes to it, we'll come back to it. Hey, we'll, yeah, we'll come yeah, back fine, to it. Yeah, but cool. but the reptilian <coughs> way. Of, so my idea of the reptile brain. So, um, I mean, it's very difficult to give you to give you a snapshot of of growing up. In, yeah. So I I grew up in South Africa. I grew up in the apartheid era, servants. Yeah. You know, that sort of, you know, yeah. private schools, all yeah. this money around me. But at the same time, I also grew up in, 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 in a, an emotional wilderness. You know, my parents divorced early, wicked stepmother, stereotypical father with a drug pro drink problem. Yeah. Uh, all very complicated and crazy. So, so as a result of that, um, it's fair to say that I wasn't raised in a very nurturing environment. Mm. Um, it was very much one where my f fight or flight response was... Um, stimulated and and indeed sort of mastered yeah uh, so so I spent a, the formative years growing up with this rather than looking at ways to sort of expand my views and my world I just went into survival mode yeah and and so and that's that's the reptile yeah so a reptile doesn't talk doesn't have any emotion at all that's just pure acts purely on instinct yeah all right so so over the years, that that part of the brain has been strengthened, and yeah. the more this is the interesting thing is yeah. the more you get to a point where you're going to try and change that, and you, you you're almost trying to suppress that part, and the more you suppress it, the hungrier it gets. Yeah. So and that's really crazy. Yeah. Which you think you think the opposite will happen. So rather than trying to suppress that side of the brain, it's you kind of want to bring it along with you, yeah, but yeah. but keep it in. It's almost a bit sort of you know, keep your friends close but keep your enemies closer. Yeah, Although yeah, yeah, shouldn't yeah. see it as an enemy, uh, you know, it's that that reptilian side of my brain, that fight or flight, that survival mode, has given me skills that someone who grows up in a totally loving, nurturing environment doesn't have the yeah. skills that are that perfected. They just don't have those skills. Yeah. So there are valuable skills there, and you can't ignore it. You, yeah. It's got to come along with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to somehow try and. I don't know what the opposite of the reptile brain is. Maybe the mammal, the mammalian yeah. brain, which is more about instinct, uh, more about sort of uh, uh, reason and logic and emotion and what have you. So, yeah. so that's. So is it almost like the point where the fixed mindset is meeting the growth mindset, and you're trying to come through and like exactly expose yourself to more learnings, more about yourself, self awareness, and exactly right. And do you think like I think there's always points in the life, and hopefully like. Any man is listening can reach these points, I believe, because yeah. if you don't reach that point, I don't think you feel that s happiness, self-fulfillment, awareness. I don't think you, you, you struggle with that unless you kind of have that moment of like clarity, I yeah. feel. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it's suppressed through, like as I said, 
um, finding joys elsewhere. Yes. And that can be anything. Yeah, sex, yeah, alcohol, yeah, yeah. drugs, whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think that's that. If you can get to that place, then you're in a good place. Agreed. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Agreed. I mean, we all uh, we all are guilty of it to to greater or lesser extents. Mm. But it's that whole sort of you know life will be better when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I've got a better job. I've got a very bigger house. And, you know. Better set of golf clubs, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever you know. Nicer holidays, more holidays, yeah. all this sort of thing, and we're all guilty of it. But you know, if we if we if we are relying on external factors mm. um, to, to to create our everyday happiness, then we're just going to be challenged all the time. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 a, there's a story um, there's a story told. Story time. Go back to the story. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Here's a here's a quick story linking in yeah. to uh, the, the 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 idea of sort of accumulating stuff, having having stuff to make you happy. Yeah. Uh, a book, Catch Twenty Two, written by Joseph Heller. Um, he was at a party, some socialite uh, gathering where it was hosted by this uh, New York hedge fund billionaire, millionaire, extremely wealthy chap. And when he was there, a journalist came up to him and said, "Oh, did you know the host of this party? Yeah. Um, he earns more in a week." Than you, than you have done with the sales of all your books put together. Yeah. And he said, oh, well, that's very impressive, but I have something that he doesn't. Yeah. And I said, well, what could that possibly be? Yeah. And he says, I have enough. Which wow. is that yeah. mindset of that we all struggle to, uh, to get to and that we try to achieve. And just by you know, accumulating things and buying yeah. stuff and better jobs and all this sort of thing, we, 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 get, we get caught up, which isn't entirely our fault. We, you know, advertisers and marketing yeah, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. steer us in down these directions. We're not, we don't live as much free will as we think. Yeah. We are manipulated on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and, and just to, to bring a personal side to that is, you know, having, when I first came to this country, when I, I was sort of 21 years old, spent six months living in London, earned enough money then to just go pitchhiking around Europe and just travel around. And when I left, I was like, you know, well, goodbye England, I'll never see yeah, you again yeah. because it was so cold and unfriendly in London. And I just thought, why would you possibly want to live there? You probably came to one of the worst places to come to initially is London. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Straight probably. into the thick of yeah. it. Yeah. And I didn't know anyone. Yeah, I could, yeah, you know, yeah. that's, that's, well, that's a whole different <coughs> yeah, story. I, yeah. you know, I was homeless for two weeks. I slept oh, in wow. parks. Oh, it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy time. I arrived in London with £40 back in 1991. I spent that in the first night in Soho. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy time. Your <laughs> yeah. tree story. So if I doesn't know, sorry, just digressing. No, she no. said to me after you left, she goes about you sleeping under a tree. She goes, did, did you really do that? No, I kind of done that. Yeah, I said, yeah, you probably did. Yeah. She but couldn't it was, believe it. It was yeah. it was coffee though, yeah. so it's warm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's warm she's warm like and dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, go on, carry on, sorry. So um, yeah, so um, and then I met my wife, obviously in Corfu, and you know. As, as I joked before, how's that? How's that? Never stepping foot yeah. in the UK working <laughs> like 29, 30 years later. Yeah. So, but at, at at one point in our in our relationship, going back quite a while, um, you know, my, my whole happiness was dependent on you know. I'd look outside the window and I'd go, oh, it's grey again, mm. and that just it gave me that sinking feeling every single day. Yeah. And then so much so that even when there was a nice sunny day, my my mindset would be. Oh, that's not going to last. Yeah, it won't be like yeah. this tomorrow. So I couldn't even enjoy the days when they were nice. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. So that you get you get consumed by this sort of you know life will be better when. And I had it in the back of my mind that at some point my wife um, would move with me to a warmer country. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that that never happened. Mm. Uh, 
A, she was never going to do yeah. it because she's so connected over here. But, uh, and, 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 and B, I think it was just a pipe dream. It was mm. just a fantasy. It wasn't a reality. So, uh, yeah. So when I decided then not to rely on the weather for my happiness, yeah. life changed. Yeah. It really did. But you, you, you yeah. tell a similar story with drinking and you were given an ultimatum. Yeah, so yeah I was just saying like that men that, maybe it's not just men actually. It feels like no more men. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so when I said about men and women that it feels more like a man when you've been given an ultimatum, you've got a decision to make. Yeah. And I remember like when Farah said to me um, when I was drinking, she said, right, you've got a choice here. I've got two boys to look after. It's rather you stop drinking, cut your rubbish out, yeah. or go. And yeah. at that point in time, I was like, I, I literally probably took less than 24 hours to think about it and thought, that I really like this woman. Yeah. I really want to be there. I've got to crap, cut the crap. Yeah. And it was a good time for me anyway, because it, it just meant that opened up my mind, like you said before, to, to new opportunities to experience and explore myself, because I wasn't having alcohol as a blocker yes. to, to yeah, get yeah, through yeah. to who I really am. And even yeah. like to this day now, yesterday we had a... Um, whole spiel about why you do what you do and it's coming more and more clear as to why I'm doing what I'm doing and the message I want to portray to men out there and I think that that journey only kicks off with like you've got to make a decision at some point like, you do you you've do. got to decide because sitting on that fence is very painful it is and I think I, pr I always think of it as like you know those fences you get at school with the pokes yes the, the, what do we call them but it's like sitting on one of those yeah when you're in that pain you're sitting on that forever it's, you need to get off it and you make a decision you and move forward otherwise you're just stuck on that fence but that, but that also sounds to me that you know being given that ultimatum it wasn't just you were everything was was okay up until that point yeah. you must have been thinking about cutting back on drinking yeah. drinking was obviously yeah. playing on your mind and but it's it's interesting how you've adopted the similar approach why did you not then just moderate your drinking yeah. I, I couldn't like you said we did this, I can't I can't do it I'm all or nothing I'm in or I'm not yeah. I yeah. can't do this like I'll have a little bit to drink here and there just I just I didn't want to just didn't want to drink anymore so I didn't want to go to parties and I'm after the drink and no one offers me anyway because yeah. um, I don't tend to hang around in circles anymore yes. but if I have a drink I, just, I don't drink so it's not an issue anymore I've already decided so I don't need to think about it again and a guy listened to Ben Bergeron says the same thing when you've already decided and made the decision four years ago you don't have yeah. to worry about it anymore because you've already decided uh, you have to decide again yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm tempted no I've decided four no, years ago exactly and when we, we, yeah. we spoke about this yeah. right at the beginning about meat yeah. 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 as well it's the same thing, it's the same thing. Yeah. I get that yeah. I get that but, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what is it? I, regret, I believe in I, I believe in moderation, especially moderation. Yeah. Do everything in moderation, especially moderation. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So we're gonna finish up with my last few questions. I ask okay. every guest. Um, last five. So, what does masculinity mean to you? Um. I've never really th I've never really thought of it thought of that in terms of gender and I and I genuinely believe that even even going back 20 30 years ago yeah. when before it was such a hot topic yeah um, I, I think being a being a decent human being is more what means something to me so in yeah. terms of just just behaving honorably and you know being kind and considerate and helpful and all those qualities that you know dare I say, sort of all religions teach yeah. um, without being religious, all the things that you are expected to do as a decent human being. Yeah. I, I think it's almost regardless of whether it's yeah. masculine or feminine. Um, but if I had to be pressed, I think it's kind of just, oh, 
I try not to be try not to be so angry uh, yeah. and just you know just relax a little. It's not it's not yeah, that don't serious. Be a dick. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it's, it's just. There's a, there's a, there's, I mean, unless you are South African and you speak the Afrikaans language, yeah. this might not translate, but I'll give it a go. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a picture of, um, it's a cartoon drawing, and there's Moses standing on Mount Sinai, and he's holding two tablets in his hand. Yeah. Uh, these aren't iPads, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> old school tablets. Yeah, old school tablets. <laughs> Proper hand card. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's there resplendent in his robes and his big long beard and what have you. And rather than the Ten Commandments, there's right. just two commandments. And the one commandment says, be lacquer. Yeah. And the other one says, don't be a puss. Okay? okay. So be lacquer is translates to just be cool, be nice. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And don't be a puss just means don't be an asshole. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually yeah. a stronger word than that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just as simple as that. Yeah. Don't be an asshole and just and just, you know, yeah. be nice. Yeah. Be cool. And okay. if everyone lived like that, just two commandments, yeah. everything else in terms of killing, stealing, cheating, all those sort of things, if you followed both those rules, mm. you wouldn't do the rest. Yeah. So to make life so complicated and, to, and, 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 for, and, and men in particular, they get so aggressive and they go out, they get a few drinks and they want to fight and there's all yeah. this sort of stuff. It doesn't need to be like that. Right. Uh, so just, yeah, it doesn't need to be like that. Just talk. Yeah. Don't fight your way out of things. <laughs> I know animals do it, and we are animals. Yeah. But we also we also top you know we top of the food yeah, chain yeah, yeah. for a reason because yeah. we can we can think more, we can converse, mm. we have thumbs as well. What does what does the word empowerment mean to you? Empower. Empowerment. Empowerment. Um, so that's obviously. Dictionary definition is going to be something along the lines that it, it allows you to perform to a maximum level um, without intimidation, <coughs> uh, to be the best you can. Yeah. Or, or, or I suppose it means all of that. Um, I don't. I haven't really thought about about that in terms of in, to be empowered. Is you, you're in control of yourself. You're in control of your destiny. Yeah. I suppose that off, yeah. the, off the top of my Without having researched the no, question, no, 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 yeah, no, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's so yeah. it's, yeah. I d the word power, I think, has got can have negative connotations yeah. as well. There's, you know, there's 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 a lot of abuse of power. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's there's as 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 much as you know, you hear, you, and I've read this before that you've you've published stuff. You get lots of empowering women, but you yeah. don't get a lot of empowering men. Yeah, but. I just, I almost think they shouldn't be empowering women and they yeah. shouldn't be empowering men. They should just be empowering people. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, it's, I, I don't know, there's gender thing. I'm old school, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that I, you know, I'm not saying I'm old school in terms of that, you know, women have roles and men have roles. And roles. There are differences between the sexes. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. There are evolutionary differences and they have to be in order to continue our species as a, yeah. as a, as a, as a species. Um, so rather than sort of, there's, there's no doubt we can learn from each other. Yeah, you know, yeah. Men can learn to be more in tune with their feelings, yeah, yeah. but that's not to say that we should behave like women yeah, because yeah. we have powerful roles as well yeah. and, like, and, and roles that are responsible. The same for women. Women can do with sort of maybe sometimes just learning a bit for how men do things, yeah. but you can't tell that to women now because yeah. they've been sort of suppressed and oppressed their whole existence. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it's very tricky. It's very easy. We've got the upper hand as being men. We're born male, yeah. even though we're living in an age where there's more equality. Yeah, yeah. You're born with an upper hand. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. It's interesting because 
uh, the guest I'm going to have on soon, we had a brief like uh, chat the other day, and he spoke about that. Like, um, I won't take too much into that, but he talks about like the masculine energy will bring uh, feminine energy for will come across to the masculine, and you kind of get this merging of the both. And you said like everyone being one. He was talking about yeah. that same message that yeah. if we borrow traits from each other, then everyone is empowered. Yes. You need to be a compassionate, loving, caring man, but you need to be strong, assertive, and at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, Absolutely. I, yeah, I it's got to yeah. yeah. Eventually, it should come as working as one. Yeah. Versus. And like, trusting, yeah. you know, I don't know. Again, this is I'm t I can only talk about my life and the people that I've encountered, but trusting your instincts that are genuinely going to be correct. But yeah. I I don't know. I don't know anything about how some people live and how their lives have been yeah. and, and for yeah. me to tell them yeah. just be nice yeah, yeah, yeah. when they've just had such horrendous examples around them or horrendous lives and tough lives it's very difficult just to have these conversations and talk as if everyone can do what we're doing it's, yeah. it's I get that it's complex it's yeah. very complex we're complex beings right. yeah and if there's any if there's one message you can give out to all men out there what would it be so you got like a massive megaphone and you could say Give one message to all of them in one go. What would it be? Be 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 more attentive to your to your true feelings, how you really feel. Be more attentive to that. Yeah. And 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 listen and listen more, in terms of how. And it, you're only as happy as your intimate relationship allows you. Yeah. I do I do believe that. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, if you if you, if you are unhappy in your intimate relationship, you're going to be unhappy. Yeah. It's just as simple as that. Are you? And with, and however that manifests itself. So sometimes things are just not meant to be, I get that as well, but generally, if you really truly listen to what your partner is wanting, what yeah. they like and dislike, and you pay attention to that, you're gonna end up responding better to it, and as a result, just your life is gonna be easier. It's yeah. just, if you're happier in your intimate relationships, you're gonna be happier full stop. Yeah, yeah. But, be, but listen to your own intuitions and listen to yourself. So rather than just, you know, getting angry over something, getting pissed off, frustrated, whatever, just kind of ask yourself the question, what am I really cross about here? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is it that's really causing this outburst? Because you know what's happening. Yeah. You get it, but you just don't talk about it. You yeah. just don't express it. You don't want to listen to it. But you know what? Your thoughts are your own, and no yeah. one can infiltrate that. Yeah. You can say and you can be as honest as you want in your own mind without embarrassing yourself. I put that in quotes. You know, yeah. It's not an embarrassment, but to talk to yourself in the loo, in your own space and just say, listen, I have words, you're acting like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. You can do that without anyone hearing and people should do that more. Yeah, take that space to go, what's going Absolutely. on really? Yeah. Yeah. Question. Powerful, yeah. powerful stuff. And how can this platform help you? Any message you want to give to anyone or anything you would like? Any asks? No, no, no. Go no, to no. your website? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. It's, um, no, I'm just, you know, I've, primarily come along to this just to support your business because I'm liking thank what you. you're doing and yeah. I think it's a good message so thank you man. I've just come along from yeah. that point of view that, uh, awesome. I ask nothing in return yeah, awesome. yeah. I like it yeah. thank you uh, and then where, where can people find you if you wanted to find anything about you because there might be some people like oh I like what this guy's talking about is there anything you're putting out there or you no at, at, the, the, moment, at, at the moment not I mean at the okay, moment cool. all my, 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 my energies are, are mainly um, just on my, my business so yeah. just my landscaping. So you can uh, do the landscaping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll well, say it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my website is beachgarden.com. Oh, wow, nice. Uh, and Why Beach it. Garden? Uh, so, okay. Well, the real, the real <laughs> answer, right? So, beach is spelled in B E E C H as in ah, okay. tree. Ah, okay. okay. 
it also beach sounds like uh, the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so the, and I grew up on the beach, and yeah. so there, there was a connection. There's also a third one, which is you know my beach. No, oh, <laughs> so really. But that was that was suggested seven years ago, and I think in seven years a lot has changed. So I kind of don't really advertise that one, and I'm okay. kind of hoping you're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to force myself not yeah. to not to listen to this when you put that out there. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to this. Right. I'm going to leave it. Right. It's done now. I don't want to go Good. back and listen. Awesome. To Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate you coming cool. in. Cheers, Rick. Yeah. <laughs>And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing by hitting the subscription button. And every week you'll get alerted on the latest podcast show. Thank you very much, guys.